0: what's up everybody this is full draw friday episode number 26 obviously we're doing things a little bit differently today i'm out here at the cabin spreading some lime I'm gonna check a stand um i would say check the blind but it's and i'm in pretty bad shape so i'm actually going to replace that this year with something we'll keep the stand uh, that it's on the platform but i'm going to replace that blind anyways for this episode of full draw friday since i'm out here on this 10 acre property that you guys have seen me hunt quite a bit and talk about i'm going to use this episode to discuss how to make these smaller properties hunt bigger. And what I mean by that is make it to where you can come out here and hunt them on your better days without the deer seeing you and then have different opportunities uh, at your bucks. So the biggest thing that we'll start with is your hunting pressure. You have to keep the pressure off of these places, whether it be 10, 20, 40 acres, even 60, 80 in some cases, you can't hunt them all the time even like on this property where I have three different stand locations, that doesn't mean I can come in here and hunt three out of five days in a week or five days spread out over three different stands. Uh, the same deer are still going to be at each of those stands. It's not like I'm on a thousand acres where I can go bump deer in one location, and go to the other end of the farm and I'm hunting different deer. Uh, it's just not the case. So I have these different stand locations give me opportunities to hunt on different winds when I have those best days or like on this property, seems like every year i'll have a buck move in for a couple weeks in november a new buck of course i'll have some that i've you know i can watch throughout the season but i'll have a new one move in and there's a short window to come in and hunt him so if i only have one stand set and the wind is never right within that week to two week period then i've missed that opportunity so it does give me with these three different stand locations at least a chance to get in here on different winds and hunt them that's where having multiple locations on smaller property can come in handy but you have to have the entry and exit routes to them as well you can't walk through your food plot in the evening uh, where the deer if it's a big food plot you know say you're on 20 40 acres and you have a two five acre food plot two to five acre food plot and it's kind of a destination field you can't walk out of that thing in the evening and spook all your deer out because then you've just ruined that 40 acres for maybe the rest of the season Uh, especially if you spook out your target buck he may not be back Uh, those mature deer don't generally stick around after they've been spooked so That's why I have the different stand locations. Again, entry and exit is important, but lowering your intrusiveness, your impact that you have on these smaller properties is gonna be the biggest thing you can do to make them hunt bigger. Now, the the other thing I'll talk about when I get over to the other plot, show you guys that, um, is gonna be adding something that your neighbors don't have. So we'll talk about that when we get over there. Okay, so I'm at the original plot here at the cabin that you guys have seen before. If you watch the channel, this is the one where I had a chance at that buck that I shot last year. Bet. Oh, no. Uh, We didn't end up finding it, unfortunately, but um, I'll link that video up in the description so you guys can go check that one out if you want to. We'll have more videos like that coming out this fall. But anyway, back to where we were on what you can do to make your property hunt bigger. And like i mentioned find something that your neighbors don't have that you can capitalize on deer need three things they need food water and cover that's the three biggest things that they need so if your neighbor has a lot of food maybe you can provide them bedding cover maybe you can provide them water if your neighbor has a lot of water and bedding cover maybe you can provide them food here we have the water which is nice and we also have the food we don't have very much food but that's why I kind of why i made that other plot bigger that's why I've been doing this one. and I've had a lot of success in this little bitty micro plot over the years, is because there's just not a lot of food in this area. Uh, in the block with our neighbors here, there's not a lot of ag. The closest ag field is maybe 10 acres and it's a quarter mile, uh, three quarters of a mile from here. And the next closest one after that's probably two miles. So the deer have to go a long way to get food. So what we can do to bring those deer in here more often on this little 10 acres and to get them where we want them in front of the stand is add food as when I started doing this food plot I don't know 10 probably 10 years ago now I was amazed at how many more deer I would see out of this stand just for the fact that they they found it and then they came this way to go through this property instead of using the back edge by the neighbor's timber because they don't have a lot of food in the area so find something with her and we do have some bedding cover here we just don't have enough to hold bucks on necessarily all the time. We do have a little, a few does that stay here year round generally, but the neighbors have more bedding cover than we do. So the best thing I can do is try to draw them out of there early and get them over here into our food plots. Now, if you have a big enough property where you can have all of those things, of course, you're gonna to wanna to add food and then bed the bucks off of that based on where the does are bedding and stuff like that. That way you can have them bedding on your property and feeding on your property. Um, And if they go to the neighbor's property at uh, at dark, then no big deal, right? But here on your smaller properties, you're not gonna have that luxury. So try to find at least one thing that you can capitalize on that's missing from your neighborhood or that isn't that great uh, and make your property kind of, make that kind of a focal point for your small property. And that's really gonna help. So I'm gonna go get up in that tree back there behind me, check those stands. And then I'll talk to you guys about the last thing for today on this full draw friday episode how you can make your small properties hunt bigger okay i'm up in the tree now i got these stands checked the third thing that i'm going to talk about is setting yourself up for success and obviously i did a fairly poor job of that last year uh, but it's something that you got to try to improve on every year so like with this stand in particular and you guys will be familiar with it again if you watch keep up with the youtube channel i have leaves on this tree all year long so the deer don't see me in it and I have clear shooting lanes and all my shots on this particular stand are generally 30 yards and in now there is two places where I could get out to 35 but most of the way the deer move through here the way I have the food plot set up really it's more like 20 yards and in and the reason that's important especially it's important everywhere but especially on small properties is because you might only get one chance uh, you shoot that buck like it did here last year we got fortunate and didn't bump anything out tracking him But when you shoot a deer on a property like this, if you shoot them and you got to go in there, track them and then drag them out, just think of all the impact that you're having on the property doing that. Now, if you shoot them like I did last year, don't find that buck. uh, There's a chance that you've run him off that he's not gonna be back for sure. You know, Even if he's back somewhat in the area, he's probably not coming back to this 10 acres, which he didn't last year and I didn't expect him to. You also might bump out any other potential shooters that you have. Again, like I said, fortunately, we didn't do that last year, but we got lucky we went and tracked the thing, we were smart about it. You can kind of try to do that as well, but had i been able to just harvest that buck, get a good clean kill on him like I was set up for, you know, that's a, it's a mental thing too. Uh, it's just making sure you got all your I's dotted and your T's crossed when it comes down to making that shot. But this time of year, you can make that easier on yourself. Uh, one less step worrying about having to shoot around something or make a long shot or the way the deer might sneak up on you. Setting up your stands to give yourself a good shot opportunity for success that way It's one shot, you're clean in and out, you harvest that buck on the property. Maybe it's the only one you wanna take off the property in the year, but even if not, at least you got that one buck. So set yourself up for success when it comes to your stands. This again is one of the best stands that I have, just the way it's set up, the cover that's in here, the food, everything like that. Uh, Over the past 10 or 15 years, there's been countless shooter bucks, four and a half plus year old deer, uh, anywhere from 140 to 170 on this property. So that's why I like it so much. Uh, That's why we're continuing to improve it. But that's the last thing I got for this episode of Full Draw Friday. Again, don't forget about Rodney Hawkins, our sponsor for these episodes. If you guys want your own piece of property to do this kind of stuff on, or if you're looking to sell your property and maybe um, reinvest that into something bigger or better, or just looking to get out of it a little bit, give Rodney a call. He'll take care of you. I'll put his number up on the screen because I don't have the paper here with me right now. But he's working with Midwest Farm and Land. Uh, You can also go to their website, Midwest farmco.com and see anything they've got listed but they don't always list everything that's for sale you know like he talked about on the podcast that he was on sometimes things are for sale but they're not necessarily posted anywhere and he might know about those So, if you're looking for something definitely give him a call he'll be able to help you out set you up on something like that at least get the ball rolling on what you're looking for and he's got rg outdoors as well so if you're looking for blinds if you're looking for Um, a cover scent, a new cover scent to try. He's got the camo dust that he's got out there now. He's got burner self-defense weapons and he's got tactical trail cameras, which are so popular. So check him out at RG Outdoors as well. That's uh, their Facebook page is RG Outdoors. And then their email, at yahoo.com. And then, again, you can call Rodney directly for any information on that. So that's going to wrap up this episode of Full Draw Friday. Again, a little bit different one, a little bit shorter than normal. But I do appreciate you guys tuning in. And don't forget about Monday's episode. We got John O'Brien from Grandpa Ray Outdoors coming back on. And that was a really good conversation with him. And we had all four of us back in the studio. So it's a good time. Make sure you tune into that one on Monday. Thanks for watching.